0: What is up entrepreneurs? Welcome to the Video Simplified Podcast with me, your host, Diana Gladney. And this podcast is dedicated to you, you busy entrepreneur. You, helping you simplify and create better videos for your business and just really create a deeper connection with your audience using videos. So if that's something up your alley, let's jump right into today's message. What is up entrepreneurs? Welcome back to the Video Simplified Podcast with me, your host, Diana Glatney. On today's episode, I'm really excited. I'm going to be talking about how to get more subs- subscribers to your YouTube channel. This is one of the most highly searched phrases uh, on, YouTube, how to, on YouTube when it comes to like how to get more subscribers, how to get more people to watch your channel more, how to get all the things when it comes to growing your YouTube channel. And I think this is extremely important. Because when we consider what it is that we are doing when we're building out this community, this network uh, of people that are coming to our channel for a specific reason, obviously everybody wants success. However, it becomes frustrating when that success does not happen, especially in the way that you ideally would want it to. So, That being said, uh, today we're going to be diving into three ways that you can get more people to subscribe to your YouTube channel, some things to avoid when it comes to frustrations of building a channel and some things to watch out for. So let's jump right into today's episode. So what are people coming to your channel for? This is one of the big things that you really need to analyze and consider. And even if you're just starting, you don't have any content yet, or maybe you've dabbled, done a couple videos, you really want to understand. Like the first thing is getting people subscribed more to your YouTube channel is understanding why did they come there? If you cannot answer this question then, and you have to really, this is some stuff that kind of makes you dig a little deeper make you kind of really think about, am I providing value or not? And we all have to realize at this point, it doesn't matter about any of your accolades, degrees or whatever, how much you know, where you've been, where you've taught at and who you've spoken for. And just like, none of those things matter because they don't know you, they don't care. And it's even beyond one of those things. Like people, you'll hear that saying like, oh, people don't care until they know how much you care. Some people say that and and they just kind (laughs) of, they honestly don't know what they're talking about in certain respects of saying that. Because in this instance, for example, people don't care if you care about them so much. And I just really wanna help you guys and blah, blah, blah. It's just like, I don't even know you. And it's like, I like, can you solve my problem or not? Like, can you help with the reason for what they're searching for to begin with? Yes or no, like that's all they care about. And so if you can start everything off with understanding that just a uh, take on the assumption They do not care. You will save yourself a lot of time, energy, frustration, trying to understand whether or not this content is going to be relevant to them. So the first thing with getting more people to subscribe to your channel on YouTube is understanding what did they come there for. Now, chances are most people will find your stuff depending on how, uh, what you're learning, what you're. Uh, implementing and such is maybe they found you through search. Maybe they found you uh, when they were searching for something, but you, you didn't come up as one of the top listings. You came up, for example, on the sidebar in that related or that suggested video, um, category that, or section that YouTube has. And so you were coming up over there. So in some way, form or fashion or something, they were able to locate and identify your content and YouTube is saying, Hey, If you liked this video that you're watching or found value in it, here's another creator that is making videos on the same topic or something similar. You know, maybe you would like this one because people don't just drink water once. So you have to assume that they are still thirsty. So when you think about this first question, what did they come there for? You also need to analyze what are they searching for? What was the initial thing that they were looking for and do you deliver on that? Or is your stuff full of fluff and things that they don't care about? I always talk about from the pastor framework that I learned from Ray Edwards, that you'll hear me constantly talk about at least the first P because you can't really move anything else without identifying these next three things. And that is the person, the problem, and their pain point. If you've been a listener to my content for any length of time, then you will hear me constantly teach on this, which is the person, the problem, and their pain. There is a person on the side of the search, on the side of the keyboard. And that is who is most important in this scenario. It's not you, how great you are, or any of those things. It's understanding that person, what problem are they having to make them want to search for a solution because they're experiencing some form of a pain. It doesn't have to be like physical kind of a thing, but something is frustrating them. For example. I'm learning, uh, some new software. I really want to explore some of the other built-in softwares or proprietary software that, um, Apple has for, uh, their systems. Okay. One of those is GarageBand and GarageBand is used for music and a lot of people use them for podcasts and things like that. Um, I've never had a need for it because I understood how to produce a podcast in my video editing software, because it also had a lot of audio tools because I mean, The video is twofold. It's what people are seeing, but it's also what they are hearing. And so much is dialed into the audio side of things. It's extremely important to get the audio right in a video. So understanding how to produce audio uh, professionally and get it to level so that people are not experiencing audio exhaustion uh, when it comes to introducing different sounds, elements, and things like that. And what to do and what not to do, I was able to go ahead and just repurpose that type of uh, format, which is the editing software and use it for podcasting. And I've been doing that for years now. So I was thinking, well, let me go ahead and really explore GarageBand. There might be some tools and things in there that because I never had a need for it, because I was able to more than achieve what I wanted to do with um, Final Cut Pro, then it's like, I don't really need it. And so even this episode is being produced in Final Cut Pro 10, but I was searching for things on GarageBand. And I remember trying it before because of hearing people were using it at the time. I first, excuse me, when I first switched over to Mac, and I was looking and I said, you know, this is so, so many extra layers for no reason, for me at the time because I'm like, it's just, nah, not happening. So what I'm gonna do, keep using Final Cut Pro and move on. And even before then, I used Audacity. And that was fine. It has different layers layers of complexity, but there's a learning curve with anything. But I say all that to say, I had to search some tutorials. I had to search some phrases. I had to um, look up some videos. And so I had to go through that same analyzation process of, I have a pain and a problem of, I don't know how to use GarageBand. How do I use it? What do I need to do? What can it do? What you don't say, what can it simplify for me? What is it? that it's going to be maybe a little bit more complex, but the benefit of it is like I'm, I'm asking and answering all of these questions, but I'm doing it also by way of YouTube, found a video guy was extremely knowledgeable about it. Has his own podcast, you know, it's very straightforward, no fluff. And we were able to get to the point. Now I'm looking around his other content to see what other things of value he could potentially offer. And I'm seeing some things that he could potentially offer to make this experience moving forward with GarageBand worth it um, for me to explore and learn uh, on my own time and, you know, just kind of uh, test some different things out and so forth. Uh, And and that translates into helping me solve my problem and my pain point of I want to produce a podcast in GarageBand, but I don't know how to use GarageBand right now, so that means I need to learn how to use it same thing happens when people are looking for content in general chances are you didn't even found this podcast uh, or you found entree woman tv uh, my youtube channel you found that by searching for a problem and you started looking because honestly friendships are not enough to get people to subscribe and consistently watch your channel i have people that i'm friends with that have YouTube channels and I am not subscribed and I do not watch because I am not interested in what they're talking about. I care that they have their own channel and stuff, but I'm genuinely not interested. And so this is the thing when it comes to getting more people to subscribe. A lot of people jump into the asking family and friends and everybody, you know, just to get that vanity number, uh, and that first 100 subscribers or first 1000 or whatever, but here's the, here's the truth of it all. It really doesn't matter that your friends or your family are subscribing and they hit the button and it's one more, uh, plus one on, on YouTube. YouTube doesn't measure that. They're measuring how long are people are, one, are people watching when they click Two, how long are they watching three? Are they consistently watching more of that content or more of like that person so that they know how to serve up content to, uh, the viewer. And did they have a good experience with your stuff? And all of those previous metrics that I just mentioned, tell YouTube that. And if they're not watching, which your family wouldn't, they'll just hit the like button, maybe hit share and blah, blah, blah. Those are not the most important factors. So most people think, oh, I can get more people to subscribe by having them do X, Y, and Z and wrong. It doesn't work like that. You get more people to subscribe when you understand why they came there and what they're searching for. And if you can begin to deliver better and better and better and better, you can get more people to subscribe. Second thing is that, do you have more like this? Exactly what I just said when it came to the GarageBand example is that, do you have more on this or is this a one-off thing? Because that's nice if it was a one-off thing, here's a thumbs up and a like uh, for the help and I'm uh, moving on to find somebody that can further address the other questions that I'm coming up with based on my experience and what I'm learning. Now, if you're not creating content, like you get a one-off thing, uh, it kind of hits off or whatever you have to decide now, do you want to continue with that kind of a content or do you want to really pursue the reason why you wanted to create a channel to begin with? So you do want to be intentional about the kind of videos that you're making. So when somebody is asking themselves, the viewers asking themselves the question, do you have more like this? I hope that you do. And I hope that you have it curated in a playlist and that your homepage is decked out so that they know once they go to your channel, just again, that exact same process, like I went through today, which was watching the video. Does this video help me? Does it solve my problem? If the answer is yes, cool. I enjoyed the video uh, and I want to see if this person has more like this that could potentially help me, I'm going to click on their profile and, or their icon, their, you know, their picture, and that'll take me to their main channel. Now I can scroll on that channel. However, if when they go to your YouTube homepage and they look around, so like when you go to youtube.com forward slash Entree Woman TV. If there was nothing there or it was just like that one automatic playlist that said uploads and I had no, no header, no nothing or whatever. Even if I had multiple videos that I had created, if I'm seeing that I'm leaving. Cause that, that one, it sucks too. I'm not finished search and dig deep and extra hard cause it's still other videos that I haven't watched that actually came up in search that had good thumbnails, potentially good videos. And maybe they took some time and initiative to really build out their channel. The one problem I have with when I'm talking to uh, a lot of new creators, whether that's through Instagram DMs, whether that is through my email um, or just like comments on the channel and stuff like that is is really annoying to me personally, (laughs) because it's like people say, well, how do I do this? But the basics haven't been covered. Like you half-ass stuff and you want people to show up and support and be like, this is good enough. And that is the worst thing ever to just say, this is good enough. They don't care about, like, they don't care. It doesn't matter how great the content is. If the thumbnail is half-assed, if the, the homepage of your YouTube channel is half-assed, you haven't gone to really take any kind of initiative to be clear in your messaging. And like, you're not doing the real work that also is required. In addition to doing other real work, like producing the videos All of it is important. So in this process of them deciding if they're going to subscribe or not, do you have more like this also encompasses, is it easy for me to find your content? One thing that people don't use a lot is the search bar, but the thing like on your, like when you go on desktop, unfortunately, this is not something that's available. Um, Like when you go to that person's uh, homepage on YouTube and you can search there on mobile, but on desktop, like for example, you go to youtube.com for slash Entree Woman TV, then you'll be able to hit that search bar icon for the channel and search that channel and be able to see like, for example, um, like I did a recent post about it um, and I just typed in Canon M50, up comes like 53 different videos. And it's just like, okay, well... You know, it's like, how do I find this and that or whatever? Either you can search the phrase, you can search something similar to it and it'll come up or curate works just like regular YouTube search, but it's specific to the channel uh, and it'll point you in the right direction. So I get people to say, oh, can you point me to the video? No, you can go search for it or it's a playlist for it. Like it's already completed and decked out, completely outlined, listed. You know what I'm saying? Formatted to the T descriptions, all of that. No, it's like it's right there. It's literally right there. You don't have to search through all the videos and go to the playlist or you can go to the search bar, but if those things don't exist. So for example, I'm thinking for desktop, but I'm also thinking for mobile. If it is harder to find playlist makes it easier to find. So when they're asking, do you have more like this? Are there other videos on such and such and such and such? YouTube is only going to show about the last maybe 20 or 30 videos on the videos tab or whatever, and then it just, even beyond that or up to that point is a lot, uh, for somebody to be scrolling and looking, especially in, in, in between live streams and whatever, whatever's it's a lot to search for. So where that you have to think about their experience and people are doing this quick, this takes minutes, it takes minutes. It takes longer for me to explain it on this podcast than it does for them to actually execute. So when they go, let's say, for example, they're on mobile, maybe they can't find it in a search. They should be able to in a playlist. So depending on what your topics are about, for example, if you have a start to finish, you know, tutorials lined up for about GarageBand and podcasting or whatever, is there a playlist around it? Are there not just recent videos? Because maybe you've moved on to another software or tool or something like that in your most recent videos. So that uploads playlist that YouTube curates on its own is not helpful to me because I don't, again, I don't want to have to dig through like that. However, if there are dedicated playlists titled properly, that makes this experience much easier for me, I'm more likely to subscribe. As soon as I see that, because that one lets me know you are creating content around the stuff that I want, or this is a a page or a resource or a channel that I can come back to and continue learning when I have more time, I don't want to keep watching these tutorials right now, or I don't have time to do it right now. I'll come back to it, but this earned a subscribe because one, the first video was valuable Two, I was able to go to the videos or the playlist tab to see that there's more like this that can help me around my problem and my pain point always will come back down to the person, the problem and the pain point. So again, recap first, first question is why did they come to your channel? Like, for example, what, how did they get there? And then it's also going to be part B to that being like, what are they specifically searching for? What types of things are they searching for? Because not always is their problem, uh, or their specific pain point especially for example, if you're the doctor, the way that people are searching for content, they're not searching for hypertension tips around blah, blah, blah. They're searching for X, Y, and Z high blood pressure. So using the proper phrasing, proper terminology and the things of what they're actually searching for, what they care about leads them into the second thing, which is, do you have more like this? How much deeper can I go with you, you know, around this conversation? Can you further help with this problem? Number three is, are you a good, reliable, and consistent source that can continue to solve my problem in this area? If the answer is no, you've earned a like, maybe a comment, but you've also earned the leave. Earning to leave basically means, okay, thank you. It's a, a dead end. And now there's a reason for me to leave. I've reached the end of the road. There's nothing further I can help. Like, it's just like on on customer service call. If you ever worked in customer service, with a, thank you for calling such and such. If, if there's nothing further I can assist you with, have a great day. It's a, it's a closed case. So if there is nothing further that you can assist them with at the end of this search kind of a thing. And the rest of your content doesn't suggest that you're going to be more helpful in this. For example, let's say you did have a a playlist of five videos around, uh, let's say building your biceps and then the, like the, it's just like five or 10 videos like that in a playlist, but you have 300 other videos around banking, who knows why you decided to completely jump into health stuff or whatever, maybe those five or 10 videos, uh, dealing with, you know, building your bicep was incredible. And now that person is just drooling, waiting for more content that they're not going to get, unfortunately, because it's just like, oh, well, I'll watch, or maybe I'll save that playlist and go through it. And then it's just like, well, screw the rest of it. Cause I don't want to learn more about banking. The rest of the content isn't relevant. So. They also are looking for, are you a good, reliable, and consistent source that's going to be able to help solve their problem in this specific area that they're having? If it's, if it's no, then what are they staying for? And so that's one primary question. A lot of people just, I don't know if it's a fear of people not wanting to ask or just a lack of consideration, but it's just, if you're asking like, what, what are you staying? What, what are they staying for? Why stay? For what, you know, it's just like being in somebody's house for the barbecue. And once the barbecue is over, it's just like, what are you staying for? I mean, three days later, what are you still here for? Right? It was for the barbecue. You were invited for the barbecue, not to live here or not for an extended stay. So once the party's over, they're leaving. However, if you create open-ended content versus closed-ended content, then you are producing and creating an environment where They also can recognize that you're a good, reliable, and a consistent source that's going to solve this problem. And they know that if they stick around, you're going to deliver on that. If you have more videos that suggest that you've been doing that. So how do you say, if you're new, that you're a consistent and reliable source when you're new, you don't have a lot of videos. Should you just automatically dump a whole bunch of videos? The answer to that is no. There are a ton of different reasons why I'm not going to dive into it in this particular episode, but uh, you don't want your content competing with other content. Uh, So you do want to have some videos that you launch your channel with hopefully, but once a week, maybe uh, it's just about once a week to start with, honestly, if you're new, new, Um, just maybe once a week, maybe twice a week, if it's not too much. But most people start off heavy, but oh, I can do three a week. I can do daily. And it's just like, calm down. Cause we need YouTube to do its job also. And we need time for your content to curate. So what I'm saying is do once a week, plan, record ahead of time so that you have space for your content to breathe. You have time to produce and publish it and share it out and whatever, whatever, but start there and what you can do, start creating some playlists. Even though the list may not be big, that's fine because some playlists literally only have maybe two or three videos in it and that's okay. Start creating playlists of when, if like, if your first four videos fits within two playlists. Uh, or two different types of categories. Don't just have four bare videos on your YouTube channel homepage. Go ahead and start building out those playlists. Those playlists have spaces for the title. They have spaces for the description. Fill out those description areas, like complete the full process. Again, don't half-ass it. So when you're also looking into your about page, start describing things there. Include more stuff in your description that's relevant maybe to that topic or that source area for why they're coming. Your, your bet, your, your banner and your header, um, you should be able to start putting information there when it comes to, um, just like how often that you publish, maybe every Tuesdays, new videos every week, whatever it is, um, what the, your channel is about so that they can give you a shot so if your first one to two videos were great and just like, oh, I look forward to more videos like this. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing if you're going to be a good, reliable, and a consistent source that's going to help to solve problems. So there were problems for them in that area. So these are three questions you really want to get. Again, what, why did they come there? Do you have more like the content that solved their initial problem or their pain point? And are you a good, re- reliable, and a consistent source that's going to continue to help solve issues in that area? If the answer is yes, then fantastic. If the answer is no, at some point there's a closed ended, uh, point of content and they're just like, well, screw it. Uh, you know, this one was great, but I'm leaving and I'm going elsewhere. So these are some things that you can do to start. Uh, getting more people to subscribe to you on YouTube when you're creating your content or just analyzing because sometimes you can unlist videos and you should if they're irrelevant to helping what this new direction is about for example or really relaying the message not if a video performs poorly per se but if it's just like for example I've considered some of my old business tips um, uh, videos and unlisting those because I'm not doing small business tips specifically in that way uh, any longer and so people get requests and they you know I see people subscribe because of this and it's just like hey I'm not doing any more videos around this topic um so I'll put in the description stuff like that like this is all that there is uh, and there's no I'm not doing any additional videos on that uh, so I've considered just for that reason unlisting those videos videos performed extremely well um however it's just like uh you know so. Because it's continued to serve people, it's a, it's an evergreen piece that I produce. It's like, yeah, I'll leave it there. But at the same time, making it known like, Hey, this is a closed-ended area. The open-ended is around video marketing and content creation. So that's something that you are interested in. Um, if you want to start creating video content for the business you're thinking about creating, then you can go over here. So, you know, it's like, you kind of got to make those decisions. Uh, but if you're new and you're just starting out, this will help you a ton if you're talking about really creating content that matters to the viewer and that really steps out of the I'm a quote unquote the professional and listen to me because I'm great and amazing and it will get people to really say yes consistently time after time to your YouTube channel. So hopefully this content serves you. Um, I hope that you'll join in next week for the video simplified podcast, but with that guys, a little bit passion and I will see you on the next episode, take care. <music> Thanks for checking out today's episode. Hopefully you enjoyed the content that you heard. And if you did make sure you leave a rating or review in your favorite podcast player, and I do read and check all of those, so it'd be greatly appreciate it, but more than that, leave a message. Go to anchor.fm forward slash Diana Gladney and let me know your thoughts. If you want it published, we can do that. If not, I'll listen to it and just hold it close and near and dear to my heart. But otherwise guys, make sure you subscribe to Entree Women TV. If you want more video tips and things like such as, but otherwise guys, I will see you on the next episode on the Video Simplified Podcast. Take care and as always live with passion.